0: Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I am a woman living, breathing, experiencing. I'm your host, Melissa. And today I'm going to share with you some travel hacks that I've developed over the last, mm, I wanna say seven years now. So let me back up a moment. I used to travel a lot for work and very young too, like age 21, 20 even. I was traveling roughly one to two times a month for work. So whether that was flying from Portland to California or going down to Austin, Texas or Chicago, and even overseas. And with that, I picked up some things along the way from like, you know, not only like emotional side, but like a physical side and things that can totally improve the travel experience. I wouldn't say I'm a travel expert, but I've definitely learned some things that have really improved my life. And after talking to a few different girlfriends, one friend in particular who was going to Australia as well, and I have been there, and that is a long flight from Portland or long several flights, there are some things that can definitely make you more comfortable when it comes to travel. So that's what I'm going to share with you today. Some simple things, some hacks, if you will, that have improved my travel life and overall experience a lot. So a couple of things um, in terms of actually staying comfortable and not only comfortable, but also healthy. (laughs) The first thing that I always do if I know I have upcoming travel is I load up on probiotics and vitamin C. So the couple days before and then the day of, just because you're on a plane, like however far you're going, It is recycled air, meaning you are breathing whatever germs, illness, other people on that flight have. And if you're anything like me, a very sensitive person, so I'm an empath. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, you already know that. So real quick, I'll actually just define what an empath is. It's someone who experiences the emotion and sometimes physical symptoms of others. So from a scientific perspective, basically empaths have an excess of mirror neurons, Mean meaning we're literally feeling, we're not just like having sympathy for someone, we're actually experiencing the emotions and even sometimes the physical ailments of others within our own bodies. So scientifically speaking, it's actually been proven, which is nice. <laughs> uh, and, you know, they actually looked at narcissists and well, and narcissists actually, well, they're pretty much the opposite of empaths and they actually have a deficit of mirror neurons. So that I thought was particularly interesting. And there's all kinds of empaths. So I am both a physical and an emotional empath, meaning I can actually experience the physical symptoms of people around me. This also means I tend to get sick a lot easier. So I take a lot of extra care, especially when it comes to travel, to be able to build up and maintain my immune system. And even if you aren't an empath and if you're like what the heck is that (laughs) right you don't have to be a sensitive person to uh catch a cold from someone else right so this is just part of everyday life as well but i think it's especially important when you're an empath so that first thing was loading up on tons of probiotics vitamin c building up your immune system right before travel and the day of is super helpful The other thing that I do when it comes to travel is I always wear compression socks. So if you've never had these before, they basically come up to just below the knee usually, and you can get them on Amazon for pretty cheap. But this will totally change your life. If you've ever had like physical swelling from being on a long flight, it also prevents blood clots, uh, which is a real risk for some people and especially with long travel. So international flights, like I will always be wearing those super super tall socks. (laughs) But even most recently, I went to Hawaii, which is only a six hour flight from here. And wearing compression socks increases your blood flow overall, so you're just going to feel better. You're going to have a little bit less inflammation throughout your whole body. So that's number two. Number three, I always pack lower lumbar support. So you know those neck pillows that everyone has that really aren't all that effective for sleeping? Well, they can be awesome for your lower back. So you can also buy like even just a small pillow basically to put in your lower back. But I actually found that using those neck pillows is really effective for keeping proper alignment of my spine. So if you've sat on any plane for any amount of time, you know that the curve of the seats, whoever designed them was insane because it actually goes the opposite direction of what is supportive for your back. So to kind of combat that, you really need to have something for your low back to create that natural curvature and support your spine so you don't have all that crazy back and hip pain when you get off the flight. So those, those are kind of like my three heavy hitters, right? So I always take care of like the probiotics, the immune system, compression socks, lower lumbar support. Now the fourth thing that I do and whether or not you are someone who likes to meditate, I'm gonna tell you this makes a huge difference from like an emotional perspective once you're on a flight. So right before I get on a flight or even on like an Uber or Lyft ride to the airport, I take a few minutes to ground myself. And this can come in any any way really. So different people find different types of meditation really effective. There's one in particular that I always use where I you know take a few breaths to really center myself and then I envision Sending down a grounding cord right to the core of the earth from either the tail of your tailbone or tail of your tailbone (laughs) from your tailbone or from your feet. Right, so I envision sending down that cord, kind of pulling anything out of my energetic field that has been caught that's not mine that I no longer need, and then I set up a bubble right, so about an arm's length in every direction, setting up that bubble, and then practicing envisioning opening the crown of my head and just having a beautiful like white light pour down and fill up that bubble. So this may sound a little silly if you've never meditated or done this type of like energy clearing before, but let me tell you, this has seriously saved my life, not only for travel, but anytime I go into big crowds or I anticipate that I'm going to be interacting with people who are maybe even feeling just like a little emotionally off, right? So just envisioning that bubble and you don't have to go through the full meditation, but it does help and creating that bubble. So as you get on the plane, you're not absorbing everyone else's energies, feelings, emotions, whatever that is. And these types of visualizations can be extremely helpful. So pick one that works for you, but at the very least meditating for a few minutes before you enter an airport will really reduce your stress levels. Because let's face it, airport travel is never as pleasant as we think it's going to be. And if it is, that's great. But there's always some people that are nervous in the airport or that are frustrated. And so I think just as an empath, I can tell you the energy of airports is never clean or clear. It's always a little bit chaotic. So making sure that you're focusing on centering yourself can be really helpful. All right. Number five, stretch. So stretching in the airport has become, I don't know if I want to say like my signature, but sort of. (laughs) So I always take the last like three minutes or even while I'm waiting in line to get on the plane to get a little bit of blood flow. So sometimes I'll just do like standing lunges or I will shift from side to side or get into a primal squat, which is where your hips are really low to the ground. And this has been incredible for just like energy and even feeling a little bit better because you're going to be sitting in a very tight space for however many hours. And it's funny because this one took me a while to build up to, but once I got comfortable with it, it's funny how much I noticed the people around me were like, oh, that's a great idea. And I actually didn't get as many weird stares as I suspected I would. So a lot of times it actually started a little chain reaction, like people behind me or around me in line would start doing quick stretches as well. So try not to worry about other people when it comes to those sort of things and really just do what's right for your body, especially when it comes to travel. Okay, so that's kind of from like the emotional <laughs> and physical side, if, you, if you'll if you say. And the next thing is I always decide before I get on a plane how much... I want to talk to the people around me, right? So just kind of being intentional about, you know, there's always that person that sits next to you that wants to have a really long conversation when all you want to do is read your book. So decide ahead of time, do you want to read your book or are you open to conversation? And that intention will not only help you uh, kind of in that moment, either respond to the person and say, yes, let's talk or no, not right now. But you'll also give off a very different vibe, right? Like if you already know intentionally, if you are planning to converse with the people around you, people are smart and they'll pick up on it. So try and make that quick decision of how much you actually want to engage with people around you and you'll have a much better, not better, but much easier time rather telling the person sitting next to you whether or not you want to engage. So that's all the kind of like pre-flight stuff. Once you're there, a couple of things from, this is just from a straight up health perspective that can be helpful. So first thing I, when I get off a plane, I always brush my teeth immediately. And this is not just me making this up. Uh, American Dental Association and even hospitals have doctors actually regularly brush their teeth to reduce their chance of illness. So... Basically what they discovered is a lot of bacteria stra- you know, starts in the mouth and that's where you're going to catch viral, bacterial, everything is from breathing, just air of other people. So this is actually true even if you are around other people that are sick. The first thing I do is I always go back and brush my teeth and I found this has been really huge for me as well from a personal experience side. But all sorts of studies have been done on this as well that brushing your teeth more often actually reduces your chance of getting sick. The second thing, if I know I'm kind of on the verge of getting sick, or even if I don't, I have found that garlic is just a miracle vegetable. And yes, it is actually a vegetable, I researched it before I recorded this podcast. So I always pick up some garlic once I'm at my destination. And garlic is truly a magical thing. It is antibiotic, it's antiviral, it can prevent infection both inside and outside of the body. Garlic is kind of my go-to at home and on travel because things that I've used it for, I'll just tell you. um, If I can tell I'm getting a sore throat, I will chew on some raw garlic. Now that is not for the faint of heart, but it's incredibly effective. Also, acne. So actually, putting garlic that's been you know cut in half or whatever on a point where you can tell you're getting acne at the first sign of it or even later stage of it can help it kind of zap real quick right like this is like the true miracle vegetable so I found that's great especially for travel I went to Hawaii and I was like no my skin after a flight always wants to break out and garlic totally solved it now the last one a little strange and no I did not get this while traveling but uh, as I found I've gone to more like soaking pools and everything it's very easy to pick up athlete's foot. And at the first sign of it, I will actually rub garlic on the bottom of my feet and it's totally cured it. So garlic is seriously a miracle vegetable in my opinion. And if you think you're getting sick or if you have anything like acne or external, picking up some garlic at your destination can be really helpful. All right last one here. So this is the last kind of hack. (laughs) So toothpaste, this is something you're going to have with you or you're going to pick up once you're at your destination anyways. And this is incredible for mosquito bites. So about a year ago, I went to Tulum, Mexico, and I just got eaten alive by mosquitoes. And I couldn't figure out, find like any great remedies there. Um, Actually, it was even in a little town outside of Tulum. But the point is, I found out by doing a little bit of research that toothpaste stops the itching and reduces the redness. So putting just a little bit of toothpaste on any type of bites can be really effective. All right, so this was kind of a random episode, (laughs) but I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you are able to take away some of these hacks and apply it to your next travel experience. So until next week, you badass ladies, keep moving and shaking. Check back next Tuesday at 9 a.m. for another episode of Women Rise.